Shit. <laughs> All right, what is this, podcast number 91? 91. This Madre Podcast 91 coming at you from fucking Huntington, Huntington Park, the the headquarters of the American wannabes. That's right. What else would this house be referred to as? What, sex cauldron or something? Oh. Or, I, I don't oh. know. A masturbation Waffle. cauldron. There we go. Just a big circle jerk. Of, um, I'm into that. <laughs> <laughs> we are here with another fucking amazing uh, guest, comic. What else could we describe him as? What other? What 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 else? Yeah, um, is part of your resume. Let, let just let it let let loose. Don't don't be modest. <laughs> I, um, I'm actually an actor first. Oh hell oh. yeah! And, uh, um, I did some plus size modeling. Believe it or not. Hell yeah! Days, so yes. <laughs> actor, <laughs> comic, plus size model. Hell yeah! Gay. Gay, Gay Mexican American, very Mexican, very American. Narciso Gonzalez, Hola. fucking give it up for Narciso. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Thank you so much. Yeah. So you guys know everybody on the podcast. Everybody listens knows that we've been trying to get some more like-minded, ratchet, rowdy, intelligent. Uh, pushing you know. the boundaries. Yes, I definitely push boundaries, and I'm definitely intelligent. Yes, <laughs> Modest. I'm gonna take those two things. All right, those. all right. We're trying to get more people as guests on the podcast. We want to expose you to the real, the real shit that's happening in media and entertainment. And Narciso is a friend of a friend of ours that we heard on another podcast, and then we watched. I watched a bunch of his YouTube stand-up stuff. Fucking dope. Um, I'm super excited to have this conversation. Narciso, tell us a little bit about where you're from, what you're doing now, or where you're from. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Burbank, Burbank, California, which is the valley. Is the valley. So pretty much, I grew up with all like white people. So that was, I'm sorry. No, so am I. But actually, <laughs> I I learned to like myself because of them. So yeah. Oh, how's that? Well, because I was just always trying to like identify who who am I like. I'm struggling being gay. I'm sure you figured it out. <laughs> um, just being like, my name's Narciso. Like, growing up with like a name like Narciso, like, I wanted to be John. Just John. Or yeah. even Juan. Like, yeah. who names their kid Narciso? Mexicans do. Exactly. <laughs> Where are your parents from? From uh, Jalisco. Yeah. yeah. My, mom's from, uh, my mom's from actually from Tijuana, and my dad's from like, Jalisco, and he's like Mr. Tabapio. <laughs> nice. Like that he looks like the guy on the bottle. Is he's, that what you he's mean? He's actually still writing. It's actually him, in fact. Yeah, no, that's him. Yeah, we get a percentage off the side. Your of father that. was a, a model, and you're a model too. So it <laughs> yeah, runs in the family, apparently. Yeah. Valentin. Exactly. <laughs> did your Did your parents move to Los Angeles when they first came? Yeah, they. Uh, my mom got here when she was probably like, like 16 years old. She was like a house nanny, mm. and she was actually gonna marry a white man. It's so funny because she's like. When she told me this, I'm like, you mean I was going to be half white and Mexican? Why didn't you do that? Then you married this asshole. <laughs> wow. Dad, man. No, my wow. dad, my dad. So, like, when I tell you, like, he's passed. He's been, like, dead for, like, three years now. Mm. And uh, it was one of those relationships that, like, I have the most, like, masculine, machismo, like, homophobic, like, macho dad. Mm. And it's funny because, like, I talk about this on stage now where, like, we both learned forgiveness like at the end of him dying mm. together. Yeah, I know it's too early to get so deep, but no, that's, that's but that, it's crazy. That's how we both like learn how to forgive. And he was just like, "I'm sorry for everything I've ever done to you." It's so crazy. Wow, was yeah. it was it rough until the end? Until he got yeah, sick? Yeah, we we didn't um, we didn't like talked for like uh, probably like five years. My mom passed away first, and then uh, it was that crazy stuff like who blames who you know how we do like yeah it's your fault da, da, da. and i'm like no it's just life life happens you know but mm. um but yeah for like five years we didn't talk and then he was really ill like mm. like diabetic you know that runs in a lot of families like, especially like mexican families and shit and just didn't care to take care of himself and i'm like hey dad like i don't want to watch you die this is this is hard you know yeah so don't tell me what to do and i'm like okay so yeah do you have siblings or i do i have three sisters wow and then i'm that's the thing about like my, my dad. His name his name is Victor, and I was like I don't never know. I never understood why he was always so mad. I'm like you have three daughters and you finally got the boy you always wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's a homo. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because like I like people actually say like you know there's the stereotype that Latino fathers are like very homophobic and they're machista and whatever and that they have these problematic relationships with their gay sons or whatever but i actually think latino fathers have problematic relationships with their regular sons because i i'm not gay but i i have like a hell of problematic relationship with my dad and i know a lot of people who have like there's there's similar issues 
that pop up even in you know straight son father relationships because i believe you i mean yeah. just to piggyback on that i just think in general i think men are just and trash I, i'm not trash a, a credit say that in here. this but i think we're just we're, there's so much ego in, in the, yes a manhood you know? yeah like, like you want to go like it's always something like you, oh, you want to go challenge something like yeah, yeah, yeah. i remember like I was like eight years old and I asked my dad for like like five dollars and he's like, get a job. I'm like, they're not hiring eight year olds, dad. Like, they're not hiring. If I could, I would, you know? But he did teach me the value of hard work and a dollar. Like I yeah. I am cheap because of him, you know? Right. Like I'm always saving my money because of that man. So yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's, I feel like it also has to do with um first generation shit, you know, of like Absolutely. our parents like think of how our parents grew up versus how we're living and shit. It's like I can't even imagine the shit like when I hear my my relationship is not like that great. It's not that bad either. But just thinking of like growing up in like 1950s or 60s Mexico yeah, versus fucking here in L.A. or anywhere in America, I feel like it's just like a, such a shock to families. And yeah, it's um, it's definitely weird. I think when when you as you personally, when you level up. When you you go from one level of socioeconomic status to another, right? Because, for example, like I don't know what your dad's childhood like, but my dad has a first grade education. My dad grew up on a rancho, like gathering firewood as a child, you know. <laughs> so, and when he came to the U.S., like you know, he has literally a first grade education. So, for him to live in Texas and to have like a legit house with a fucking yard and to have health insurance. He's that's fucking huge. He's winning. He's fucking huge. He That's won a the lottery. Yes. Yeah. I and agree. then so he thinks we're little bitches because yeah. we yeah. got it fucking, you know, Easy, oh, yeah. you know, you're eating a Lunchable or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to rap music. Yeah. 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 And then even now when we have like, you know, we went to college or whatever and like. That's actually one of my fears. I don't have kids yet, but it is one of my fears because I don't want to deal with that shit because I feel like they're going to be even bigger shitheads than I was. Yeah. Cause it, and then there's a lot of I I I don't know how I would deal with that. It's crazy, and especially I mean, my dad were always like, my dad was a contractor, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, he was like homeless at like a seven years of age. And but that's the beauty of this man. Like that's why I respect him so much. Although we hate, like we had that love hate thing. Yeah. Because I loved his hustle. Like that's yeah. the stuff that admires me. Like the challenge where like this man was self made. Mm-hmm. build his own stuff like build his own home you yeah. know what i mean like gave jobs to like people created these momentums for people you know what i mean but i mean i graduated from ucla with an english degree and i was going to law school and he's like and then i was like nope i don't want to do that anymore and he was like pendejo like what are you doing yeah we need a lawyer in the family and i was like nope i want to be a clown you know? <laughs> yeah and he was yeah. just not having it he yeah like, damn but yeah, yeah, he was like, what do you want to be an actor like that's no yeah I'm gone all this stuff. and i'm like dad just let me and it's funny because my mom was always the one and my sister were like, dad, just let him figure it out. Like, he'll figure it out. But to have me drop out of, like, law school, like, there, yeah, there, he was not having that at all. Wow. Uh, tell us about, like, your high school years and then how you ended up at UCLA. Like, what was, you know, was that a Young Narciso, paint us a picture. Yeah. I, I was a theater kid. I was in choir. <laughs> like, these oh, you're like, one of those guys. Just, like, 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 in, like, it's fine. Okay. It's totally okay that you're gay, but that shit is not yeah, acceptable. No, no, no. We're ending this shit right now. <laughs> but don't let this gay shit fool you. I can still throw putazos. Trust, <laughs> trust me. I, I always Fuck. tell dudes, I'm like, don't let this gay shit fool you. Because I will still come for you. Like, I'll stab you. My cholo cousin taught me how to stab people. <laughs> so uh, I come straight. But no, in, in high school, like, again, I grew up in Burbank, which is predominantly like all white. Mm. So I grew up all, like, all my friends were white and stuff. I was always like the only Mexican kid. Mm. Um, but I was a, a theater kid and I did well in school because my mom was always like, Mijo, you got to do good in school. And she always, was, education was always big for her. My dad was always like, hard work, hard work, hard work. And she was yeah. like, no, you need to go to school. So mm. um, I was just a, a cool kid. And I never even said I was gay. People just knew. Like, I mean, when I walk, like, I'm a gazelle. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> very whimsical. I seen it. You walked, you walked right into was, this house. Really? And I was illuminating, yeah. I was illuminating I, lights. I thought it was like a National oh, Geographic uh, documentary <laughs> on gazelles. But it was just, it's, 
it's one of those things where like I never said and it's funny I still remember the day when I told my girlfriends I'm like I need to talk to you guys and they're like oh god <laughs> is this his moment yeah, yeah. they were like we were at my girlfriend was working at Macy's at the makeup counter it's like I really want to work here I think I would be really good and then she's like yes you would be gay boy <laughs> and I'm like okay well I'm gay and they're like okay well apply <laughs> how old were you at that point I was 16 oh wow yeah I was 16 I was like mm-hmm. in 11th grade and I was like I I want I never had like that coming out gay moment. Mm-hmm. And I was like I always wanted that. Like all my white friends had it with their parents. I was like <laughs> not me. My mom's like Mijo, we know you're gay, but we're not talking about that. Mm. And I was like I am a shit. She's like but the liner looks good. The eyeliner looks good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like thanks mom, I'm blended. So you can't look better than me. What yeah, the fuck exactly. you <laughs> You're making me look bad, Mijo. <laughs> that's what, I think that's what too. you do though. Like when you're a gay like Mexican kid in these mm. families like we don't talk about things like this. People do not talk about being gay mm-hmm. because there's a lot of shame connected mm-hmm. to people's, especially your your name, your your I'm Gonzalez, like one of the most like Mexican hardcore names, you know. But mm-hmm. like, um, I I wear eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you tell us a little bit about college? What was that like? Like, and did you at that time like were you were you always like a comedian or did you? you sounds like you, you're saying you're an actor primarily. So an I artist, did a lot of like yeah, right? yeah. I did a lot of like uh, like theater and stuff, and then I yeah. got I did Groundlings in, mm. in, oh, uh, nice. on Melrose, which is like everyone's like from like SNL, Mad TV. So I learned how to like sketch write and do all that mm. fun stuff. Dope. Mm. And then that's what like really like catapulted me to like really do fun stuff as far as like like a one man show and performing yeah. for myself and writing stuff for me, you know. Yeah. So. And that's when my agent, um, I was with Brick Entertainment, and they were like, you really should be like a comedian. Like, hmm. I'm like, really? And then Ashton Kutcher had that show for Punk. Mm-hmm. And I remember I met him, and I auditioned for him like four times. Really? Yeah, and he like really liked me, but it was it was just too white. Like, it was mm. really yeah, white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, you didn't see any gay Mexican kids for lead roles. You know what I mean? Yeah, interesting. But it was fun. I mean, I got a lot of experience. I, I for- will give a lot of credit to that school for giving me like, that freedom to learn, like how to free my mind and really be present when things are happening. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Shout out to Groundlings. Tell us a little bit for somebody who doesn't know what, what is Groundlings? What's the history of that? And like, how did you get into that? Like if somebody wanted like, what, what is, I, I barely know what the fuck Groundlings so is. Groundlings so. is a school of improv on, on, uh, on Melrose Avenue. And uh, pretty much everyone's like an alumni from like SNL, like think Will Ferrell, Melissa McCarthy came out from there like recently, like, and she's like huge now. Yeah. Um, it's funny cause she was actually, she taught one of our classes and I was just like, I remember looking at this chubby white girl, I'm like, that's gonna be me. I wanna be that girl. <laughs> she was that good back yeah, then, yeah. She was a beast and I was nice. like, God. And I remember like we wrote in like a very close quarters and she's like, you're so naturally funny, like you just got this. So now it's just learning how to write sketches and characters and stuff. So. Yeah. I think for a lot of people that want to learn about like how to free their mind and really, really create character, they really should check out this school. Like, I mean, everyone you could think of from SNL like has pretty much come out of there. Is it legit like a school that you kind of enroll in, or no, do you, you have, have to... to audition? And okay, like, if you audition, you tell audition us about that one... process. Like, what is it, like? How did you get into it? And... So I went in for an audition and um, I got in right away. So I was like, you, uh, you do three characters, you develop them yourself, you bring them in. And I remember the guy teaching. It was Tony Sepulveda. He was a, also Mexican and also gay. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he clocked me. Like, when I say clocked me, he was like, mm. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. the thing about Latinos, I'm like, God, yeah, I mean, we support hater. each other, man. Don't be a hater. Yeah. But I remember he, like, looked oh, at shit. me. He's like, um, enough with the gay voice. I want to oh. hear your real voice. Oh, like, shit. Uh, Orale. Well, then, what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> then, eh? Start talking like Jerry Garcia. <laughs> exactly. I didn't. Like, I didn't know, like, this is my voice. Like, it's not like, you know, a show, you know? But yeah. uh, he passed me, and I, rem- I remember the, I started his class, and he was like, I, I want to make sure that you know that uh, you're more than just a gay. Yeah. And I love that, because it challenged me to be like, yeah, there's a bigger spectrum to me. I, could, I can play yeah. a teacher. I can play a president. I can do those things. Yeah. You know? So he really, it's funny, because we're no longer, like, uh, in each other's lives, but, uh 
he definitely taught me that. Like, it was awesome to, like, learn that, you know? Yeah. Do, do you remember what characters you auditioned with or what kind of characters? I did a lot. I did a, like, a, like I did, like, a Dora the Explorer's, like, little gay brother. <laughs> that sounds fucking tight. Yeah, he, and he was just always angry. Like, and she's not selling candy. She sells drugs, you know? Like, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I did some crazy stuff. I did some fun characters. I did, like, a Puerto Rican Theo. Like, the, he was at the movies, and he's always, he brought, like, a whole chicken, and he was just eating, and all of a sudden, so I was like, we're What does that chicken. sound like? He's just crazy, you know? He's just talks like crazy he's fast he's like, Puerto Rico. like everything's loud and he's just always yelling like there's never complete syntax it's just Puerto Viva like it's always loud and it's always crazy but all these characters passed me and I just did a CBS diversity like two years ago and I did those characters also and they all still worked it's so funny nice yeah so yeah nice nice so you did ground. What what happened after Groundlings? Tell us some more of this. I did Groundlings for like four years. So there's levels. Like you do a intro one, intro two, intro three, and then you go into writing lab, and then you go to like Sunday gas shows. Pretty this is like Scientology. No. <laughs> no. There's no. levels to this and, shit. And it's funny, you know, you think about this because you like you really can't even have a job because you're constantly like working with people in your tight groups and like you're creating characters, you're writing stuff like. It's serious shit, dude. Like, yeah. I, people who are taking groundlings, and if you're listening, like, I know what you're going through. It's tough, and like, you want to be an alumni. I didn't get to an alumni. I do remember like being part of the shows, and I was thinking, I'm literally the only spring brown color in here. Yeah, but that's when I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, I got what I needed from this. That kind of mm-hmm. that kind of sucks that um, that like you're saying that uh, when you say that 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 you have to dedicate a lot of time to this shit. I feel like that that it uh, that automatic automatically makes it like um, it eliminates a huge portion of people yeah, that should be it, doing it. So it's like because, groundlings are just like the, it's almost like a certain socioeconomic class that you have to be to like actually spend. Like what, the, the it's time that, that you have to actually spend. I agree with you, and it's also expensive. And I'll <laughs> be honest with you. I remember um, a lot of people ask me like, "Arciso, like when you do your stand up, like you're just so free, and like you just and you enjoy, you command the stage and." It's almost like you teach an audience how to behave, you know? And those are things that I learned, like, at Groundlings from just, like, character building and stuff and really watching who my laugh leaders are and where to go with my with my energy and stuff and hmm. being free. Like, this mind that we have, especially, like, saying, like, oh, I have to worry about my set and what type of character am I going to be tonight? Like, when I do Narciso, I do Narciso, but I do my show based on, like, what what's out there for me. Because I want to really cater to an audience. So right. when, when you were going through that, did you, I mean, I'm guessing you were struggling. Like, you had another job. What was your day job? What, were, what was your everyday life like as a groundling? Like, get up, go do this, go do that. Then I go worked to- at 5 a.m. I worked at Ralph's, which is like a grocery store out mm-hmm. here. And mm-hmm. I was a manager. I'm working like 48 hours a week. Hmm. And then, like, my boss was so cool. Like, I, John Marr, if you're, I hope you're Shout alive. out, John. Thank you. Like, yeah. He would <laughs> let me go to my auditions. He would let me leave work early because he yeah. believed in me like, yeah that's, he just believed that he's like yeah dude do whatever you got to do so he was he's like, an ally <laughs> he, was like, he was this like awesome like white asian man he looked like he was weird because i felt always felt like he was like uh like i'm like does he like me mm. <laughs> but low, I, he just key. believed in what i did hey man whatever it takes yeah no i would have a harsh <laughs> business whatever it takes but yeah i just i worked a lot and and it is expensive growlings is expensive it's like it's like five hundred dollars for like five weeks or like six weeks, and you're like some kid from Missouri who wants to take groundlings because you hear about it. You're like, there yeah. goes my rent, like yeah. you know. But yeah. if you have the money, like save your money, take class. I like. I feel. I hope groundlings are listening to me and like they give me a cut out of. Something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun training. It's really good training. And then I got into. Then uh, that's how I got into stand up. Yeah, my agent was like, dude, write some stand up. And I remember writing my first stand up. I wrote four minutes, and I hated my life. <laughs> it wasn't funny. I'm sorry. It was really. I'll I'll, I'll edit that out. The... It was bad. It was at like a coffee shop in Altadena. Wow, Altadena of all that, yeah. No, um, Pasadena. Oh, okay. Not Altadena, Pasadena. And they were not having it. Interesting. What was that set like? What was the content? We just talked about, like, uh, my name, like, just social behaviors. You know, it was, like, tax season. I think I talked about taxes and stuff. (laughs) I remember. And these white people, we don't talk about those things, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Personal stuff, you know? I feel like uh, when we talk to stand-ups or even others that you you hear about is like they always 
like bomb like a motherfucker when they're first starting out. So what make what made you want to keep doing it? I I it was well I'll tell you the truth. I walked on stage and I slipped like on the cord. And I almost like chis, but I like stumbled and like made it a dance and they're like, "All right, big boy, you better work." <laughs> I, I made it look cute. Like, just, I was was giving you Bob Fosse. Like I went in that bitch. But, um, but I remember I was really nervous and I was like and I think one thing hit and that was it like about my name in Burbank because Burbank's white mm-hmm. and like I talked about that and then uh, it was probably like the longest like six minutes I think it was like three or six minutes I don't remember but it was forever and I was thinking like God like someone save me like someone say fag or like <laughs> send me off or something you know <laughs> like, just run off or something but it was scary and then I remember like I went home and there was this guy that was there and he was like you're naturally funny. You got to just believe in it. Right. It, he's like, who cares about these people? You have to enjoy it. I was in my mind. Like, it's a first time thing, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm in my set. Like, did I say this correctly? Did I have the right transition? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, God. And after that, I remember, like, I just wrote a lot. Yeah. I would write and do, like, open mics and, like, crazy. And I just started doing it. How long ago was this? Oh, I've been doing stand-up for 10 years. Okay. Yeah, just stand-up. Wow. Yeah, okay. so it's been crazy. How do you think um, you've... I mean, what's... what's Being a stand-up comic is a weird thing now, right? Because it seems like most people do a hybrid of, like, stand-up comedy, acting, writing. You know, it's, it's like entertainers are kind of like this multifaceted or multi-whatever. Like, and you're saying you're acting as well, right? Or Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's how I started. I started doing acting and stuff, like... I, if you think of like every American playwright play, like I remember I did Jeffrey and I invited all of my family and Jeffrey is by Christopher Durang and it's, he's this gay actor in New York city who just wants to work and no one's hiring him. And I remember I did this monologue and all of my family, like, do you want to tell us something? Like, are you dying? <laughs> like, this is like, art. Like, this is a, like, I remember my mom was crying. And I was like, mom, why are you crying? And she's like, I don't know, mijo, is it really your life? And I was like, no. <laughs> I said, mom, no, I don't live in New York. Like, we're in you know, but it was funny because, like, I got really, and then my first acting coach, I mean, Kate Randolph, she was from London. Oh, God, she was amazing. She mm. just, I, everyone that's blessed me with teaching me something has just taught me how to be real. Yeah. And authentic. And because LA is so fake as fuck, you know? <laughs> So, and I'm around a lot of fake people, like a lot of fake comics that don't like me because yeah. they're shady or Shit. gay boys that are fake, you know. Fuck. So I'm around that stuff, but I'm, I'll share something with you guys. I'm about crystals right now, so I'm always clearing my energy. <laughs> so I'll be honest before Are I you started, on meth? <laughs> Is that what you're telling us? I was was in my car clearing myself. myself. I believe in stuff like that. I mean, you guys, I'll share a story with you. Like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be 42 years old next Wednesday. Hmm. Where I'm like, I turned 42 a week ago. Yeah, so So I'm like, that's where I'm at in my life. Like, I'm like, I'm really about like protecting my energy and really doing good things. Yeah, yeah. You have to figure out. You're talking about like being around like this fake stuff or whatever, and like. You know, like personally, like having, I've been, I'm like, Sammy and I, you know, working on this madre for like the last five or six years. But before then, like I started my like filmmaking career, like, gosh, like in 2006, you know, so 13 years ago when I took my, like kind of pivoted my regular career and started doing filmmaking and started doing (laughs) film festivals. And like, I spent years doing that and like being in that circle and it gets a little weird because you're like, this is kind of weird. It's kind of a fake. It's not healthy. Yeah. And it it's, starts affecting your soul. Like it really does. Yeah. And you start, I think like as a creator, you vacillate between trying to create your own art and your story and tell like your personal, do personal work. And then at times you're like, no, I got to make a career out of this. And you start drifting and then you have to correct, you know, you have to you go back and forth. And there's some people who don't know how to correct. At all. And you and you just have to recognize that's not the kind of people I want to be around or not the environment I want to be around because it gets really depressing. 
you just hit it on the nail. Like it's it's depressing. It's it's lonely. Yeah. It's really yeah. lonely because I yeah. know like all like my, all my friends were like, dude, we don't want to go to your shows anymore. We're always at your shows. I'm like, you need to support. You know all that yeah. stuff. But they're like, we're not gonna follow you to Bakersfield for. Twenty dollars in gas when I first started. Like I, those were the road gigs I would do. Like yeah, I just yeah. wanted to jump on shows because I wanted to yeah just live life and be funny and yeah. What is what fun. is I mean, what is your? I know um your your parents have passed away and I'm sorry to hear that. That's crazy because I think like you know as like difficult as like parents can be, it in some way like they're rooting for you in some way, right? They want you to be happy, I think. They have their own idea of what it means to be happy, but that's really difficult. And um, you talked about a little bit some of the struggles with, you know, being gay with your family, but were there any struggles with regards to your career? And how do you, have you dealt with that? Like, my personal story, actually, we haven't talked about this on this on our public podcast because we have a Patreon podcast where we keep... We keep it motherfucking real. <laughs> but I'm basically separated right now. I'm about to probably get divorced. Wow. And a lot of, not a lot of it, but some of it has to do with like this, this cho- choices like this. I'm going to LA this weekend to record a podcast with some fucking Beaner comics. You know, <laughs> like, why don't you want to spend time with me? And I, I'm not, that's not a literal line. No, I, so that's I not a, what you're saying. But those choices. What did you call Narciso, dude? <laughs> <laughs> you call I'll be your Beaner. <laughs> This is, but this is what we like. Yeah, you're coming down to hang out with the wannabes or whatever. Like, okay, what is this going to do for your career, yeah. right? And there's so many sacrifices you have to make. Like, I, what do you? I mean, it sounds like you're kind of going through some of that now. Like in terms of like just being pure to yourself. Like, and at the best thing about like now, I've been doing stand up for ten years. Is that I get to pick cho- my shows now. Like that's yeah. how solid I am in this game now. Yeah. And that's the beauty of this, because now I remember, and I I run two big shows at the Ice House that are my shows produced by me the way I want to produce them. Yeah, I produce a show at Levity Live that I get to do um, for me, and then I produce like two bar shows that are produced by me. So now it's a lot of veteran comics who are like, oh, put me up, and I'm like, dude, you never, I. T- and I'll never say his name, but he said to me, <laughs> I will never work with gay dudes. Wow, wow. And I was like. I remember, like, I was like, all right. It was that was La- recently? It, it was at Laugh Factory. No, it was probably, like, six years ago. Okay. It was at Laugh Factory, and I was like, damn, really? I was like, not even just, like, as a person? Like, you don't even want to talk to me? Like, really? Like, my sexuality, is of, it affects you that much. Wow. Well, I was like, you're not you're not good. Like, you're not. Yeah. Like, in my head, I'm like, this, no, this is no longer about comedy for me. This is about, like, sanity and, like, being... <laughs> Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like a gay Hallmark card. Like, I'm a bitch, too. I can be, you know. But, I mean, you can't. You have to be nice to people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I still remember that. And he's going to, oh, he said, I actually don't fuck with faggots. That's what he said. Jesus. Wow. And I was like, all right. <clears throat> I remember, I was like, well, let me get my little faggot bag. <laughs> yeah. Where I just bounce. But, yeah. Yeah. Comics, it's hard. And, you know, I love the wannabes. I love Jesus. I love Jerry. They always show me love. They're always showing me love. And. Vice versa, you know, yeah. because I think it's important to find your clusters of people and yeah. like, right. celebrate, you know, and there's gay comics that don't like me because they're mean and mm. they want to compete. And I'm like, I don't want to compete with you guys. It's just work. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah. just do work. Like, I was talking to someone about like, oh, how do you feel about like headlining shows now? I'm like, I don't care. I don't need those titles. Like, I just want to work. Yeah. Like, a headliner and a feature make completely different money, but like I just want to work. I really want to work, and I once I lose the fun in comedy or doing stand up, I will do something else. Right. Yeah. Because if it's not fun, and there's a lot of comedians that I watch on the scene now, where I'm like, you're not even having fun anymore. Right. Mm. It's sad. It's really sad, mm. you know. But yeah. Yeah. Fucking a stand up. It just seems so brutal. We always talk about, you know, stand up maybe potentially doing it when but it just it just sounds like why do you put yourself through this shit like for real I'm like what the fuck <laughs> like, it just sounds like uh like you 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 have to go through like some crazy shit to like really be good basically or you have to go through the growing pains of you know like the shit you're talking about of fucking people trying to compete with each other 
Um, it's it's uh, probably some of the best therapy. I, I will be honest <laughs> yeah. with you. I actually yeah. have a therapist. Shout out to Patricia Koi. She's the my like girl. But, uh, <laughs> but she's like, thank God you're a comedian, Narcisa, because I get to talk about these things. You right. Know? Like when my dad passed away like three years ago, I was like, she's like, talk about it, put mm. it on stage. And I was Shit. like, really? Just like that? And I was like, she's like, just this is when you talk about it. Yeah. And I remember I wrote some stuff. My dad was like, uh, again, very homophobic. <laughs> And uh, he was in the room, and like his nurse showed up. He like they changed shifts, and uh, it was Brian. And Brian was so gay. And my dad looked at me like, "Dude, did you fucking do this on purpose?" Like, like, I, like, like I hired Brian, the gay nurse, to come take care of my dad. And he looked at me and he was like, "Hijo de tu madre, I swear to God, te mato." And I was like. Dad, I have nothing to do with the, the <laughs> payroll at St. Joseph's. Like, like, I'm just, Dad, I'm just visiting you. But he was, it's so funny because I was like, oh my God, he's so angry still. Shit. But yeah. Yeah. Um, when you were talking about um, working with uh, the wannabes or finding your cluster of people, um, I think there's a lot of stuff going around in comedy and entertainment in general with regards to, I don't know if you want to call it like PC culture or cancel culture. Or comedy whatever. is under attack Ugh, from what you know? we've heard. Ugh. And, and uh, you know, sometimes we listen to, you know, like Jerry or one of these guys and you're like, oh, that kind of sounded problematic or whatever, you know? And they're like, <laughs> oh, man, like, does he really mean that? Or is that a character? You know, and there's a it's lot controversial. of... Yeah, well, I mean, I, I don't, I, I, you know, some people I think say shit to be controversial, but then there are other people who are like, that's just kind of like how they, how they grew up, or like those are the things they say, and like I don't know, like you're like, it's not like they're doing it out of meanness or whatever. But anyway, what I'm getting at is like when you, you know, when you, for example, we listened to the podcast episode with you and Jerry and the wannabes, right? And like Jerry's saying some crazy shit. Right. But you fucking just roll with the punches like what would and where I think some people would actually be like, dude, fuck, stop. Like, you know, that's not right or whatever. Like, how do you deal with that? And like, you know, talk a little bit about that, well, I guess. Like, yeah. Again, just to piggyback on what you're saying, it was like I've had uh, issues where like when people will see, like other comedians will be like, oh, there's that gay dude. And mm -hmm. I'll, not, I'll check him. Mm -hmm. You don't know me. We don't talk to each other like that. <laughs> sure. Like, Jerry, his dude's like, ah, what's up, fag, or whatever. Like, cool, we do it. For me, it's deeper. I, I don't give, I choose what power I'm going to give words. Hmm. But that's a different level of, of thinking of craziness. Like, I mean, like, I'm half Gandhi, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but, but I learned that Mariah stuff. Carey. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, I, <laughs> I, but I learned that stuff because it's so important. Like, it's, it's, I'm in control of my power. Sure. I'm not, I don't give people my, I mean, I say the word fag a lot. <laughs> and I know a lot of gay Let's people. And this conversation. Yeah, right I know now. a lot of gay people have said, like, Narcisa, you know, you're actually uh, pushing us back. Mm. You got to be careful. Um, you sound almost homophobic. Right. And I was like, really? I said, I come from a place of like, like kindness and love. Like, I love, like, I mean, if, if this was a TV show, I'd be like in confetti. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, sell, like twirling. You know, but like that's the energy that I portray. Like I don't, yeah. I don't come from malice. I don't come from like, let's attack the gays. Like that's not. Yeah. I mean, I attack everyone. Like I don't give a shit. You know? Yeah. But at the end of the day, like yes, comedy is completely like, whoa, you got to be careful, like, what you say, like. Yeah, I mean, there was this. I forget the guy's name, but the guy who basically had been selected for SNL this oh, yeah. year, Shane Gillis. Who you just he just got cut, right? Yeah. yeah. For he said something about racist about uh, Asians, Asian he, people. He was yeah. he was using the saying, calling. He was like saying doing like Asian accents yeah. basically and calling them chinks or some shit like that, but. Um. Yeah, and he did it on a podcast, and though, did it on a right? Podcast. And they were just kind of bullshitting, and it was kind of just look kind of like lazy. Kind of just, comedy shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Just shooting but, the shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think he didn't. He um, didn't he reply to something where he said, um, "Actually, I don't even remember." I think someone was telling me about this yesterday. Actually, he said something like, "Yes, I got fired from SNL, but I'm still going to continue doing those accents or something like that." Like, I, was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, "You are a gangster." Like yeah, that's funny. Yeah. You might as well. Yeah. <laughs> you already I got here. Yeah. I think it obviously has to do with the the climate right now. After the Me Too shit happened, I feel like everybody's a lot more sort of sensitive or aware of 
obviously the fucked up shit that really does happen. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's totally constructive to just like point your finger at someone and be like, cancel that person, fucking end their career. Because uh, it's almost like there's not an actual conversation that comes about from that shit or any sort. Of, I don't really take away anything from someone being canceled. It's he hasn't the, he hasn't learned either necessarily. Oh, like clearly. he he just walked away and said, "I'm gonna keep doing that yeah, shit." Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all for oh. taking responsibility. Like you have to take responsibility and accountability, yeah. of course. Yeah. How much you love the ice cream truck? That's dope. Man, that's so that's, Mexican. We are definitely in Huntington Park right now. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna take a break for an Astro Pop. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> can we can we get some nachos? I hope they're tacos and shit. And... But yeah, like it's definitely scary. Like. But when I do my stand-up, again, like, I repeat, like, I come from a place of, like, fun. It has to be fun. And right. I did a show last night, and it was packed with, like, a bunch of homies. Like, straight up, like, <laughs> like. Cholos. Like, Not like, gay homies. Actually no, like, homies. Like, like straight Fools. up, like, <laughs> cholos. Fools. Like, like, Art LeBeau concert. Like, that kind of shit. Like, <laughs> like, and I was like, and I'm hosting this. And I'm thinking, God, dude. Shit. I'm not going to lie. It was like. 200 people and I'm like damn I'm hosting like my gay ass has to go up there and start this and, like, <laughs> and I looked at the book and I'm like dude you really want me to host this he's like yeah and she said, you got this I'm like alright <laughs> and they brought me up to like a uh, like Champagne King, like you got to show me love. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's like the Cholo song, you know. Yeah. I was like, yeah, like I Cholo went in there and I danced, and I was like, I went in, and they're like, oh my god, who's this gay dude? Like, but I was like, no. I'm gonna win you over, yeah. yeah. Because my 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 energy and the love that I put out is what's gonna make me win. Because yeah. if it's if I go up there and I talk shit, right, right, fucking dumb cholos or you right. uneducated people, like right, right, it's not gonna get me anywhere. Of course, yeah. Like, I have to celebrate people, mm-hmm. whoever they are. I don't give a shit, you know. Yeah. So, have yeah. you ever had a problematic show like where some shit went sideways on you? Ah, I have, I have, like like three years. Let's ago, hear had, about it. No. I had a, I was at a. <laughs> Tell us all about it. It was well, you know here in LA we do like a lot of bar shows and stuff like a lot of privates and stuff. So right. I had this guy, it was at Sage, in Uptown Whittier, which is Whittier's like really nice area, and I was like okay, but it was packed as well, and this cholo like he jumped on stage. What the fuck? And he, and he got mad at my joke, and I remember I was wait, like, what was the joke? What? Um, cause I talk about like, uh, I got to talk about Cholos. Like, when do you guys retire? Like, like, <laughs> like there has never, to be like never, an expiration don't. date to this lifestyle. Like, <laughs> sir, you know what I mean? Like there has yeah. to be an expiration date yeah. to this. Like you really need to stop. Yeah. Like it's, it's going to hurt you, you, it's going to just going to hurt your body. Like, can't always be fighting. You know? like, uh-huh. And then I talk about, you know, their whole gangbang and that one tear that they have, you know, like, I'm like, I got you, baby. Let me wipe that for you. <laughs> so I talk about things like that, but he was not having it, and he jumped on stage, and I was like, immediately I was like, all right, let me get in my cholo stance. Like I was like, you want to go? Like I'm like, I'm about, to, I'm about to fight this cholo on stage. Like <laughs> damn, the show is about to pop off. And I remember like he jumped on, and he's like, puta, and I was like, oh, and I just I dropped the mic, and I was like, all right here. I literally got in my, I'm like, all right, here we go. Fuck. I'm like, they call me La Flaca. We can go. Like, <laughs> I'll let you have it. And then, like, I was security just grabbed up. Wow. I was so mad. And I looked at the book. I was like, how dare you? How dare you put your talent through shit like that and not have security there? Right. It's club's responsibilities. Yeah. Yeah. It's the club responsibility to take care of their talent. Right. Especially security. Sure. And they kicked him out. And I remember, like, he had, like, four homies out there. And the sec- I felt so important. I was like, oh, my God, security walked me out. <laughs> like, oh, my God, I made it. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I made it in Whittier. <laughs> but I felt like I made it. And everyone, like, it was funny because, like, everyone else at the show was like, like, it was like standing ovation. Like, oh, Narciso, you're good. Like, we yeah. celebrate you. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was, it's, it's, it was everyone. It was whites, blacks, Latinos. But they were upset that this guy wanted to fight me because of a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, there's bigger problems out there. Like, your Ben Davis pants you're wearing. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't be wearing, like, your Costco flannel. That's eight, eight, an 8X shirt, you know? Like Kirkland down. flannel. Yeah, you know what I mean? The Kirkland, yeah, exactly. Like, like you need to relax by yourself. Like, yeah. But yeah, that's, that's one up. That's one time. That was it. Yeah, that was one time. I did Ventura. Like I had these like white white dudes. Like you're gay. Huh. You're white. Out. <laughs> you got me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Like, like that. come on now. Yeah. Right. 
do your this is kind of random but do your sisters ever go to your shows like what do they think about what you do they don't they used to go to my shows a lot like when i was like when i first started yeah um they're actually coming to like a big birthday show i'm having pretty soon but my sister's constantly like watching me being sillies and they're always like god narciso you need to stop like they're like, <laughs> they're like you've definitely grown like you've grown a lot in your writing and like style and stuff so it's definitely yeah. showed it shows a lot like where i could actually like pick and choose like so I was telling a friend of mine, like, I think I, I think I'm making it when I start doing white people shows, like when I start doing like white audiences, like they're like, oh, yeah, like oh, you're in Irvine tonight, like, ooh. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, Asians, like, yeah. But I, at the end of the day, I just I nursey so, and I just keep it real. Like I don't I don't give a shit what audience, white, rich, I don't care. Like you're gonna get nursey so. That's what you're that's what you're gonna get. Sure. <clears throat> Do you ever get um, tired of talking about like being gay to like lame ass? heterosexuals no because that's not what i talk about i talk like, like it's funny because i <laughs> <laughs> no that's the thing like that's what i'm telling you like sorry I just talk about being gay like that, that, right. they're bigger there's a bigger like narrative for me like i'm sure like weight i've i always talk about weight um it's been like three months i've lost like 50 pounds yeah. i've been working out and Congrats, stuff man. so i've been like like working out like i take kickboxing and stuff so i talk about weight loss i talk about like eating clean is so expensive you know yeah. so i definitely uh there's a big like range there's a big radar and layers to narciso like if it was just gay i'd be bored like oh, right 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 really <laughs> yeah no i just meant of like you know when uh even like with the the american wannabes of like you know talking about the difficulties or whatever the fuck of being gay or whatever um does your it does not saying that that's all you are obviously but like of, does it ever get like like you know i have to explain myself once again no you know, like, no i i think it's uh I think it's important. I think it's important. I think that my job as a comedian is to teach hmm. and to be a purveyor of like almost like a like a prophet. Like hmm. I've hmm. had a lot of parents come up to me, and, it was, it, and it's, these are the things that I like. I guess I love why I love being a comic. Like I had a, a parent. There was this. A, his name's Kadrin and Oscar, and they came up to me, and it was in Ventura. And Ventura is very white. Hmm. And they're like, we loved you. You were so much fun. Thank you. And they're like, do you mind if we talk to you? And I'm like, oh, God. Like, what did I do? Like, <laughs> like Jehovah's Witnesses. Like, you know, like, 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 exactly. Like, here's the Bible. You yeah. Know? Like, we could still save you. Like, yeah, I don't know yeah, what they're going to tell me. <laughs> but it got really serious, you know? Yeah. And then uh, they shared with me that uh, they had wished that their, like, 18-year-old son who committed suicide Fuck. for being gay Holy shit. was there to watch me. Oh, man. Because they wished that... They love that how I was confident that I like myself mm. to talk about these yeah. things, and and it was funny because the man, his name was Oscar, and he just hugged me. He's like, "Can I give you a hug?" Oh, and man. he hugged me, and he started crying. And wow. I was like, "Oh my god, sir! Like this is a lot. Like the club is here, but then I'm not gonna ignore this. Like this, this is this is his moment. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He hugged me, and like I remember <clears throat> he gave me one of those like hugs where I was like, "Damn." Like it was like ghosts. Like I was, yeah. Like there's sun coming through my body. Like it was weird. I, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. It threw me off. And normally I hang out after like shows. Of like I, I left because I remember thinking I was really exhausted. Like I was like, I'm tired. Like this was a lot tonight. Yeah. And sure. then I, they're like, do you mind if we call you? Like they've called me. Oh wow. Just to say hi. Damn. And like I don't know. It's maybe it's something that's like a way of connecting with me. Through him, like it, it's weird. It, yeah, it was probably one of the, when I say weird and uh, and maybe I'm not a accredited to have the words to say like this is how it should be dealt with, but like it did weird me out. Imagine someone's telling you this. And, yeah, like, can I hug you? You remind us of of him. Yeah, a dead son. Like yeah. I'm like yeah. Okay, Damn. sure. Damn. Yeah. Shit. Damn. So that was very beautiful wholesome story uh, let's get more we switch it up more to the the ratchet stuff oh, we've shit. heard through you, the grapevine that that you that people come up to you also to who's sliding in my dms, sliding to your DMs. Know, let's you hear about that in? shit dude like there's yeah. somebody, don't be modest either there's somebody who just slid into the the, the <laughs> podcast right here <laughs> oh. a certain uh, big dick daddy oh. what's up guys i just came in and slide in i heard uh it's ratchetness <laughs> and i saw narciso i said 
Yes, please. <laughs> no, my name is this is a poet, man. I don't know if you guys, Jesus, the comedian, I guess. Yeah. If you guys want to know. Yeah, I'm a comedian. If you don't know, if I have a podcast called The American Wannabes. Good friends with Narcisos yes. and uh, the Desmadre crew, guys. Hell yeah. yeah. And we're in your home right now. You guys are in my house. Thank yes. you for letting us use your, your of course. Your big dick daddy, right? Um, yeah, aka yes. Mr. Big Big Daddy. Yes. AKA Mr. Magnum Filler. Oh. Okay. Oh, yes for Magnum Filler. AKA Mr. Third Leg Walker. <clears throat> in the building. Oh my god. You're in my house and I just bought I just toilet climax. paper, so we're all stocked up. <laughs> I literally just climax when you yeah. did all that right now. <laughs> I will I would like to see you climax. Oh, it would be, stop it. It would be intense. How did you guys be? Well, okay, I told him just the tip, and he <laughs> didn't listen. <laughs> Went full shaft. Dude, I don't know when I met Narciso. I, I knew Narciso, like, he was around at the comedy club. You know, he, he got around, you know. <laughs> no, but I seen him in a couple of spots, but he didn't. I think he didn't take comedy that seriously at the time. He was, like, coming in and out. I wouldn't see him as much. He wasn't. Uh, and then all of a sudden, he just, like, he showed. He just showed up. He just, boom, it was Narciso's here. Like I think that's what happened. I I mean, like, at least that's how I saw it. Yeah, I think I would, that's what it was too. Like, I would see, I would you, see you around here and there too, and I was like, but one time you just I, I guess like your set just like got solid and you were here. Like I think you started going up more because you're like constantly killing. Well, I found my voice. That's yeah. what it was. I'm like, okay, when was this? It's probably like like five six years ago. Yeah, he was he was a. Uh, it was like I said. I'll see him every now and then. I'll see him at a flyer here and now. I'll hear about him every now and then. But then. It's like, like a myth. Like, yeah, and then like a, after a while, like it was a like a fairy tale. Like, yeah, it was like a unicorn. unicorn. You're gonna be a fairy tale. There's nothing, really. Yeah. I'm a Pegasus. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's a hard guy to follow, dude. I was like, Shit. I remember I would have to go like, oh fuck, like a stretch a little bit. Start. I'll he's leave. always looking at me too. Like Jesus would be like, damn, Dick, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really, Jesus? Yeah, I would like walk away and be like, damn, he's fucking killing it and. Hot, it's weird. I couldn't look at him in the eyes. <laughs> All these feelings I never felt. Yeah, I love his. It's like, oh my god, this is hilarious. No, but he, yeah, he's a solid dude. And then, Hell yeah. Uh, and then we talk to him, you're just like, oh, this guy's really cool. So it's rare. Like, I don't really hang out with a lot of people, but he, he's cool. <laughs> so, uh, I take him on the road, you know what I mean? Now tell us the other side of this. When did you mm, first yeah. start seeing this fucking clown out? <laughs> I always saw them out. Like, I was like, yeah. these guys are funny. I remember, like, I would watch Jerry and Jesus, and I'm like, and Christian, Christian's awesome. Like I love, he's so sweet. And I was like, these guys are really doing things. Like I wanna, like I wanna roll. I was telling him earlier that uh, it's important to like watch who you mess with. Like you know. And I was telling like, sure. Guys- I mean, condoms help. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? What are we talking about? <laughs> sexual tension in this house. This the is where walls I are foggy. <laughs> What's going on in here? There's beers me. in here. What's going on? What's happening? <laughs> Doritos. Everybody's fucking, fucking zippers are down. What's, what's the fuck is happening? Bad. I'm it's joking, but what do you? What, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. No, but I it's just so a, I would watch their like trio, and I was like, I love that you guys do. I always tell you guys that. I'm like, yeah. I love that you guys take care of each other. You work together and you support right. each other. Like, and I was like, I want to be friends with these guys. Like, they're fun. I mean, I know comics that talk shit about them, and I'm like, why? Why do you guys talk yeah. shit about them? Why do you care? Like, I didn't know that, but thank you for sharing. <laughs> what are their names? The people no, talking? No, no, never. But it, you know, you know, it's it, to me. It was like when I first got here, uh, it felt like you had clicks and stuff like that. And I just like I I didn't have my family here because they're all in Arizona, so I was mm-hmm. by myself. So I kind of built a family around me with people that I can trust, even mm-hmm. though it's a small circle, but it's so safe. Circle, you're like, oh, it's safe to be around, and that's what I needed because, like, I would have gone a little bit more crazy out here for sure. If Shit. I was just a lone wolf, right? In the wild, I'm like, nah, I need a pack. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It's sure. rare to find these guys, you know what I mean? You just yeah, yeah. You need to, that support because then it's uh, it's it's toxic out here, dude. It's, like, it's lonely, you know it's mean? depressing. You're like, what am I doing? Yeah. Why am I doing five yeah. bags of meth? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, things I do for money, it's so weird, <laughs> but yeah. We're good. All right, we're still good. So you were saying you were climaxing at what Jesus was saying. Yeah, yes. yeah perfect segue. What was it actually? Explain that climax a little bit. There's what? no climax. There's no climax. Jesus does nothing for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just he's just a nice man who's funny. No, Jesus yeah. is a crusher. He kills, and I love him. I'm always oh, telling him. Well, I always celebrate him. I'm like, Jesus, you're doing great things. I mean, I do want to fuck him, but that's, <laughs> I mean, I'm, that's how you get met. You know, you can, now you, you remind me of my uncle. <laughs> no, but, 
He's always touching me. ¿Cómo creces, mijo? ¿Cómo creces? I'm like, you haven't had a wife ever. I met his dad. I met, as soon as remember I told you I met your dad, I met his dad. My dad is most machismo man in the world. And he straight up tells him, like, yeah, he's my boyfriend. And then my dad's like, hey, ¿cómo? ¿Qué? Like, no. the most awkward is like, hey. Oh, sí. Oh, and I was just like, it was so funny because Jesus' daddy's like, Hola, mucho gusto. Hola, señor, ¿cómo está? Yo soy el novio de Jesus. Oh, Jesus like, I was like, oh, first of all, I was like, hilarious. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Uh, more hilarious than that moped and the fucking pais in the moped right now. <laughs> yeah. like, and his dad was like, oh, pues, pues como? Sí. Oh, sí. Oh, a poco. Like, just confused. He, just, he got really red. Like, yeah. yeah. That's oh, I thought it was fucking funny, like the timing. I was like, oh, hilarious. And I would have used the like same fucking joke. Dying. He's like, I can't believe you just did that. Yeah. So now weird. my dad always says, he don't know you. I'll take it. I love his dad. He's so supportive. He'll record me. He'll be like, do you want me to record you, mijo? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, gracias, señor. Like, he's Hell so yeah. nice. Dude, my dad, yeah. My dad has like a soft spot for comics. Because, mm. you know, he sees what we're all going through. And he sees his son going through it. So he's like, yo, I know what you guys are going through. Right. He's so <laughs> rad. Like, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally but yeah, man. I mean, fuck. I mean, I mean, I got here. I got, I got to this uh, gangbang pretty late. But what did you guys talk about so far? <laughs> pretty much like uh, just talk shit about you guys. Your huh? Life, pretty much. I have a question. Do you ever wish you had a vagina? No, no. no? And you know, like, what would you go that far? Because I mean, you know, like, you like guys. Would you like want to be like a full it's woman? It's so and be funny like... you say that because a friend of mine is actually transitioning. Like mm-hmm. a, a really good friend of mine, best friend. And uh, I went to his uh, appointment. He's getting his body contour. Oh, really? Oh, come oh, on. Stop Let's be professional it. here, dude. God. Sounds like a bunch I, of drugs in here. Continue. Your friend, he, I think he wanted to put Your that friend who's transitioning. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. He got nervous. He's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> transitioning to what? Go ahead, though. So I went to his appointment for his, like, his body contour. Mm. And the, the, the doctor was like, are you, um, like, she's like, are you considering? Oh, you. Like, yeah, she asked yeah. me, and I was like, Oh, do I want to be a transgendered woman? No. She's like, really? She's like, okay, well. She's like, she like handed her card. Like, just in like, case. She's like, just in case you ever need any services, just like contact me. And I was like, what the fuck is going Whoa, on? What the <laughs> fuck? Like, she's like, she's <laughs> trying to drum up business, man. That's, she's a, that's a strong like, she, business woman right she there. Like, <laughs> she clocked me. I mean, we call yeah. it clocking. Like, she, oh, she really? clocked me. Like, mm. She's like the doctor just said, like, listen up, gay boy, you, you want a pussy. Uh, <laughs> if, if that lady worked in a dealership, she would get rid of all those used cars. So like, I get him, I get him out of here. She knows how to work it, baby. Dude, she's a hustler. But you don't think about that? No, like, I, no? it's funny. I, I thought about it probably like one time in my twenties. Right. I, I used to do drag because that well, was like a thing. But yeah. then I was like, no, I, I, I like my dick. Yeah, right? Yeah, I'm good. Like it's I always wondered. But I'm feminine. I'm a feminine boy. Like I'm just a feminine Yeah. By nature. Like this is, you know, like I like fashion. I love like makeup and skin and all those things. So people are just like Yeah, you do have really nice skin. Your face is yeah. It's cute. (laughs) (laughs) I've had I no, real talk. I've had a lot of comedians say, like, what do you do to your skin, dude? Like you have like really polished skin. I'm like, just a lot of cum. I'm just joking. I'm Catholic. Ah, yes. Well, that's what, man. That makes sense. Yeah. It goes in and Priest love come. Yeah, yeah. Apparently. Yeah. So, in the you're, you're in the today. right religion. <laughs> totally okay. Are. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Just slide oh, in there. Shit. Okay. Guys, come on. Yeah, but yeah. No, your skincare routine. What is it? Let, let us. What? You, oh, w- you wake up in the morning. This is gay. This is oh, really gay. We want to hear it. Um. No. I, I wear. I use a Mario Badouche, which is a. He's an amazing dermatologist, and he does an, an evening eye cream. It, I highly recommend it. Like, mm. really recommend it. I want to know one thing. Is there anything like that you should be taking care of downstairs for it to look nicer? Because I'm a wild man. Okay, <laughs> it's rough. It's all right, nervous. like. I will look well groomed up up here, and you see the face, and he's like, "Oh, look sharp." But then when the clothes come off, it's like, "What's going on?" Well, I like I have the same body, I have the same situation as a fucking homeless man. I swear to God, I feel like we, we're going through the same struggle. So what's going on? We need to get waxed, correct? You think so? Go go. This <laughs> is like scared. Hold on. Is waxing like do like is this just the gay guy thing or no, do regular no. dudes get waxed? No. Are you kidding me? No, I know so okay. many straight men get waxed. Yeah. Uh. Like, it seems, doesn't it hurt? 
No, there's there's a type of uh, wax that they use. It's like it's a it's like blue, and it's like uh, it grabs the hair and it just like falls off. Like there's no. Because I saw that forty year old virgin. It looked very painful. No, yeah. Also, that's just, like old school. Oh, there's some cream that just yeah, slides it's like a off. cream. It's just like literally they put it on. Like I, I have I don't like hair on my body. Really? Yeah. Mm. Like this huh. is new to me. I just, prove it. Nice. They sell they sell a Philips Naroco. <laughs> where <laughs> that like oh, a Philips Naroco <laughs> and uh, I, you know Amazon.com. You <laughs> buy it through our Dismadre link. We get five cents for. But this is as high tech as I've gotten. Is and and uh, so I used to have a fade. Like, well, <laughs> no, yeah, look, yeah, 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 yeah. no, no. Yeah, yeah. You used to have a clippers for my face because uh-huh. I always have the five o'clock shadow, right? Which is basically like a fake five it's o'clock hot. shadow. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Um, <laughs> this is what I do. Yeah, fuck yeah. in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. So there was the clippers for that one, and then I had the clippers for other stuff. Right, right. But now the asshole. Philip- <laughs> but- <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. But, right. but the Philips Naroco lets you change the head mm. so that Excellent. you're not because you don't want to get a pube clipper into your right. face. Does it really matter? It's just hair, right? It's uh, just- I don't know. I don't. Well, my whole thing is like I don't know. I think so. When it comes to like okay, well, okay. When it comes to like detail, you know, and the and the clipping and the ass cheeks, it's like. Just shave it off, or go, do you clip no, it? No, you actually go you, back to the tank. That well, uh, that, that's what I'm saying here, guys. What that's are we talking about? Asking. Get it I'm shit, asking. Get it wow. Everything? Yeah. Everything? No. I think, okay. What I want to know is, do do girls like this? You think girls? Claudia, like this? come over here. We have a we have a woman in the building. We have a woman in the building. Claudia, it's me. I'm the only woman here. Don't step in here, girl. Don't step in here, Claudia. We need a woman. Nobody oh, said oh, that. Oh, we're, having a, we're having a conversation. Whoa. We're having a conversation. Listen, we're seeking opinion. We're, have, we're seeking opinion. I didn't know we had a Me Too spy in here. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> said it's his responsibility. Yeah. We're just asking Second fucking bullshit advice. Oh my god. Okay. Jeez. Okay. You as a female. How old are you? Because you're getting offended way too fast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I have rights. Like, take it easy. The like, yeah. has rights. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the question is, what do what does the average woman care about with regards to a I'm man's? I'm not an average woman. Yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes, no, 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 no. So nobody said you were. Nobody said you were. The question was, what does the average woman Think. Nobody said you're an average woman. What do you yeah. think most, or what do your friends care about with regards to male, you know, uh, grooming down there? I guess I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I have friends that like all kinds of things. So okay. I've heard they don't the care. Hell? Yes, they do care. Yes, I, I really don't. It's all about what's there. And yeah. <laughs> but then you, every girl's different. What you're saying, and every, every girl, girl wants different di- things. Honestly, I think it's an age thing too because okay. I know that yeah. a lot of girls that are older will be like for me like I love hair like mm. I like hair on men is like ugh, like oh my god it's mm. amazing but when I was younger mm-hmm. I was like ew he's so hairy that's gross right. you know what I mean right. now so I think like I'll hear girls say like oh my god I love with like a man that's hairy okay. it's beautiful because I'm saying the most embarrassing thing for a guy is that that first time where it's gonna happen you're clicking it's been going on a couple of dates, you know what I'm saying? You get dressed for the first time, you see each other's bodies, and it's like it could be a deal breaker if the girl's like, mm, "That's not when I was," and it's like, "That's not fair. That's not fair." When do we talk about this? How do I know about this? Where do I read magazines about that's, this? That's as long as it's clean. Then that, I big think ups, that, yeah. I, well, let me tell you something right now. Right now, it's clean to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I showered. I, I, I just it, had Chinese food. <laughs> I think You're you, such I, a pig. I think you. I think you gotta. I think you gotta find like a middle ground. Because like some girl, if you showed up completely shaved, might be like, oh. That looks like you look like, like a twelve-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> but then, yes, if you showed up looking like a fucking homeless man's face, then they're just gonna be like, "Oh my god, that's fucking foul." Okay. So you gotta, you gotta get. I try to find a middle ground. Yeah, I think like you know, you yeah, know. you have to look like you care. I think. Okay. Well said. Okay. I, I, okay. I will pick. I will stamp that as <laughs> me and Sam are like. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like after the podcast we gotta apologize to our girls. Like I'm so sorry. I didn't know. I didn't care. I love it. She's like it's not his responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She can't, thank you, girl. Oh, she's living for my gayness. 
Jesus. No, just, I mean, hair, like, you're obviously three very hairy men. Whoa. So now say it, hey. say it again one more time. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I, 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 as a gay man, mm-hmm. like, hair is sexy to me. Mm. And it shows, I think it shows, like, Manhood, it's mm, powerful. Right. You know? But that's just me, though. You know, I don't know why I got jealous right now. He said, "All three of you guys are hot." I was like, "Wait a minute, what about I'm me, dude?" Kind of cheating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You, now You're you got... part of the three. What are you talking about? No, no, no. But I want to be the only one. Thank you know you. what I'm saying? Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't share shit. All right. <laughs> okay. Last, the only thing I share is nachos, and that's barely a naked, a naked. I'll give you a naked chip. Yeah. <laughs> but just, I guess, like uh, the young lady said, just be show like you care. Yes. And um, keep it fresh. Right. Smells, yeah, mm. aromas, aromas, mm. yeah, 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 incense, Oils. yeah. Well, I don't crystals. You weren't here earlier. I was. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Talking about my crystals. crystals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. you do have crystals, huh? I have, I have like half bruja. Oh shit, that's really. But hot in a good right way. Now. What about astrology? What's, what's really? What's, what's your sign? Libra. I'm a Libra. Yeah, yeah. Nice. You, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Are you? Yeah, you're, you're, you're Libra too. I'm Virgo. Whoa. We just broke up. Let's see it. <laughs> we just broke up. Show it. <laughs> Show me your Virgo. That goddamn Virgo. I didn't, I didn't trim today. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I didn't trim. It's unsafe. Shit, it's not a safe dude. space. This, this mother got really gay right now. Yeah. I bring it out of him. I love it. I support it. Yeah. Fucking. Uh, I'm Sagittarius. Is that good? I don't, a, know, I don't know. Is that the water sign? No. Sagittarius is a guy with a half horse, half fucking uh, weapon. Half, uh, like, like, like uh, slingshot. Ar- right. Archery. Sure. Bow and arrow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's fine. He said half horse. People are really guy with bow and arrow. It's a weapon, yes. I don't Centaur. know if that's good or not. I don't know either. I always wonder, like, what it is. We like, can look it up very quickly. I, yeah. p- girls are really into this. Is stuff. that good? For real. Uh, aren't they like, wa- there's water signs, there's air signs. I, that's what I'm saying. I think it's. I think okay, it's so a, is this. I mean, is this bullshit or is it like? No, I, be- it, you I believe I, in the signs. I believe stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, I All mean, right. okay. Energies. The Sagittarius is a mutable sign, meaning it is Whoa. associated with adaptability and flexibility. Mm, this like perfectly, I'm a this perfectly reflects the archer's deep-rooted desire for change. Damn. Sagittarians are born to explore. Whoa. And it is critical that these archers have the freedom to roam. Whoa, that's right, baby! Oh my god. <laughs> put it in my butt. Gotta let me roam wild! Oh my god, I'm so gonna let you put it in my butt. <laughs> and I just might, because I'm like, I'm exploring. I'm boundaries. The I'm like, and I expand. I don't know what the fuck. Uh, I say no now, mess. but in fucking five more years, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> You're I'm exploring, baby. <laughs> oh, My sign told me to yes, do this. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm yeah, so you tell no, your dad. Google, yeah. Google <laughs> sign. <laughs> I'm stretching the shit out of this bone arrow. Yeah. I'm going all the way. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. We gotta, we gotta wrap this okay, one up. Sorry, we gotta wrap this one up. Um, Narciso, what are you up to now? Where can people like? What are you doing as far as like? If people want to see your shows, how do they learn about your stuff? What are, what is the next stuff you're working on? What's your goals for the next few years? What yeah. do you? I, ideally, I, I I just started working like on a one man show with a friend of mine who's a big writer. So, I've always wanted to do like a like John Leg was almost someone mm. that I admire. Mm-hmm. I love him to pieces. I mm-hmm. always like admire his work. I love his realness. I love his authenticity. So, a friend of mine who just did a one man show too, and I went to go watch it. I was like, I really want to do that. So that's one thing I'm working with. Tight. Um, just to tell my story, like just yeah. have just have a voice and just be present. Like that's one thing I'm working on and. I just got my very first headliner like show for me at Levity Live. So that's right, gonna come out. And so I'm excited about that. Yes, yeah. That's a, that's um, a big deal. Yeah, nice. I'm excited. So I'm super excited, nice. you know. So it's just like I was sharing with you guys earlier, like I feel like to make things happen you gotta produce your stuff and create content and put yourself out there, you know. Uh, um yeah, I mean I'm I'm doing just I'm always working. Like I said, I just wanna work. Yeah. I wanna work and then I the fun always needs to be present for me. Yeah. Because if it's not fun, then I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Where can people follow you? What's your your handles? On Instagram, yeah. it's CISO, C-I-Z-Z, three O's. Follow me, you guys. I want more followers. <laughs> I'll follow you. Yeah, Instagram is CISO, C-I-Z-Z, three O's. And it's it's uh it's my merchandise. It says Viva Los Gays. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, nice. Viva. That's Viva your slogan? Sir. Yeah. 
Nice, nice. It's my tagline for everything. So nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. What about you? I mean, nobody really wants to, cares about you, Jesus. No, but... it's not about me right now. No. <laughs> he's supporting Narciso. He's a good friend of mine. So he deserves the support, for sure. Nice. Oh, yeah. He's due. Nice. Yeah, he's well, a funny guy. Fuck, man. Thanks for the time. This is a lot of fucking fun. That's the whole point of the podcast. Have some fun. Have some beers. Learn about... Air signs, water signs. You guys are actually really fun, so I'm really happy. That, um, you, Jesus, no shout out to you, Jesus, for making this no, happen. No, 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 us. Connecting. Just us. <laughs> I'm Jesus too. Look at me. Look at me. This is what the phone call sounded like. They're like, "Hey, you want to do this in our season? Why and where? My house? How do I say no? Uh, <laughs> well, he called me. The thing is, okay, fuck it. No. Just, <laughs> No, of course not. Yes, they, they, like, they brought it up, and I was—I thought it was a great idea when they told me. I was like, "Dude, Dan, that's awesome." Yeah. So, great like, idea. and I love, and I—I I saw what you guys do, and I was like, I looked you guys up. And I was like, "This is yeah. awesome!" Like, first of all, this madre is dope. The name itself says I'm, everything. I'm it's you, fire. I've been everybody. Like, it's fire. Where I'm like, yes. and I was like, "Oh hell yeah, I want to do this." So, yes. thank you for having me. Thank you for thinking of me, and just you guys keep doing good things. Sue's gonna do great things. I'm gonna do great things, and it's gonna be a. This madre. Let's yes. do it. Fucking Absolutely. gang bang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, I'm cleaning up my image. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I only brought three condoms, though. So. Oh, God. Uh, we can share gonna, one. Somebody's going to be ru- ru- roulette on that one. <laughs> Where's the young lady when I need her? My rights are being violated again. My rights are being violated. Oh, and if you fuck me, Narcissus, I want you to spit and throw oh, some gravel God. on it. You're, You're fucking a man, God damn it. You got to buy me King Taco first. Buy me King Taco first. No, that's dude. it? No, the cheapest date I ever had. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to this Mother Podcast. Remember to like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever the fuck you're listening. Please tell your friends about the podcast and leave a five star review. Please leave a comment. And if you'd like to throw us a dollar or three, go to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash this madre, where you get an extra podcast, two extra podcasts. Every month where you get to hear me crying about my failed relationship. Dude, that was the sexiest voice. I've ever, uh, like I said, go back to the <laughs> show. Yes. Dude, that was like so yeah. smooth. So you already know. And he's wearing is. sweats. <laughs> he's got a boner shit, right now. Dude, hard on. This guy, I just came I mean, He's always going to have sweats and going to the fucking... Uh, Sciatica uh, issues. No, yeah, no, no it's going to be a strickless with the sweats on. Just, I want to feel everything. <laughs> All right, guys. Peace. Peace. Thank y'all. <laughs>